Welcome to Just an Andrew Didn't Tell Podcast. Well, well, welcome in to Just an Average NFL Podcast. Just an Average. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Bagger. That's me. And Andrew McCullough in the house. What's going on? And we are getting ready to take a look at week three. But before we do that, I want to let you know that you can find us at avgnflpod.com. You go on there and click the buttons. It'll take you to our social medias. It'll take you to where you can find our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and several other places. Or you can go to Google and search for Just an Average NFL Podcast. We're usually within the top three results because that's what we do. We didn't even have to pay for it. I know, right? <laughs> you name yourself properly, yeah. you will get the respect that you deserve. It's not It's not transferring into plays yet, guys. You're pissing me off, so we need to, we need to boost that up. Um, I don't know. Well, I guess if I'm telling you, it's, you're already playing it. I need to tell yeah. people who aren't, who don't listen. <laughs> you guys out there not <laughs> listening to us, listen yes. up. Tell people who aren't listening to listen with you, or or but on a different v- device. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, or or all of you who do listen, listen on several devices at once it, it, with different times. logins and stuff. Yeah, all, yeah. yeah, all the time. <laughs> uh, but anyway, go give us a like, follow, subscribe. Hell's good thing off the ground. Guys, the the Grim Reaper showed up to the NFL this weekend, (laughs) and uh, it it got pretty gnarly, uh, capped off with that Monday night just gruesome injury to uh, Nick Chubb. I I, uh, involuntarily saw it because someone posted it in one of our our groups for a, a fantasy league my brain is frying but and it was just playing it was on a reel and it was just playing and i seen it i did not want to see it unfortunately i did see it and i will never forget it it i mean it looks very eerily eerily similar to his other entry yeah but worse but he's so elastic like (laughs) no he should no he he should have broke and he didn't break he did break he is broken he didn't break break he just kind of some of it kind of gave way no look it broke all it broke 80 percent as much as it could break to me he should (laughs) have carried his leg off the field with him separately from the look of the injury Uh, and he didn't Therefore, I don't know how he didn't just pass the fuck out. I know, like, because I can go and tell you right now, if that happens to me, it's going to be like the windows shut down for my entire body, (laughs) and I'm just going to pass out on the field. It's it's the worst part is when you look at it, the the angle at which his foot is turned and the angle at which he's bent. So, like, if it was just like front to back and you're looking at toes forward and he's bent forward, it's hyperextended that way. You're like, that looks painful, but it's like. At a forty degree angle this way, and then a full ninety degree no, this way. It was, oh, so it's God. bent like it. It, it should have. It should have snapped right off at the knee, and he should have carried it off the field with him right <laughs> well, next. Well, thankfully to him he arm. didn't do any damage to the artery because that's where the real concern was initially. That's why they rushed him to the hospital. Yeah. Um, and he's going to have to go through uh, another complete re- reconstruction, rebuild of that leg, and and hopefully he can come back. It was the same leg, too, wasn't it? It was. Yep. Yeah, yep. from the last injury. Yes. So we'll see. Um, you know, literally one of the nicest dudes. But I'll tell you, it, he has no more guaranteed money after this season. Next year he's going to be, I think, like a $13 million hit unless they cut him before June 1st. Yeah. If they cut him before June 1st, he's only a $4 million hit against them. So I'm sure there's either going to be a restructure or they're going to cut him next year. But the thing is, I don't know what what he's going to be able to get. And this is what we talk about with this running back market. 
You know, this is a guy who is one of, if not the top in his position. And you're going to sit here and try to tell me that any other player at any other position, maybe minus linebacker and excluding all kickers and punters and long snappers, but any other skilled position, if you're one of the top people you and this happens to you, you're not going to, you know, as old as he is and as successful as, as he's been, he's not going to be in the midst of a top-end contract. Yeah. If he was a top, if he was as good at wide receiver as he is a running back, he would be on a fat-ass contract right now. He'd still have three years oh, with yeah. him sitting And if he was as good a quarterback as he is a running back, he would be absolutely at the top of his money and and, and living life and not, not sweating that. But because he's a running back and they don't want to fucking pay him, now he's sitting there. He's going to have to try to fight his way back, even if he's got to play for the league minimum, just to, to, to earn some money in what would be the kind of the, the peak of, of his earning time, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I just – for anybody who's who, who kind of doesn't shit talk to these running backs and what they're trying to do, this is the reason they're trying to do it. These guys are getting screwed in the market – and with money right now, and then something like this happens, and this guy has no security for his future. So, but yeah. yet you can go pay a guy who gets f- multiple charges against him guaranteed money. You know, uh, multiple <laughs> and then guaranteed money. He can go out there and completely suck ass. He's yes, he's definitely yeah, the predator. That Watson, that guy is toast, bro. I, I'm I, I thought it before the season. I'm I, I, I'm willing to bet hard money on it now. That dude is toast. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it doesn't look good at all. He doesn't look like he's got composure. He's definitely not a leader. A leader would not have got those two face masks against him. He Man, was frustrated. The ref. Yeah, he pushed the ref, which he should have been suspended for, but apparently they're not going to suspend him for that. Mm-hmm. He, he just he he it looked like a, a borderline meltdown out there, um, and so and he just doesn't have it. He just he, whether it's mental or whatever it is, dude just doesn't have it. I'm gonna say um, next off season they sign D Hop. <laughs> to play quarterback? <laughs> no, he's gonna, that's what he's going to blame. Well, I had D-Hop out there to throw to the whole time I was at Houston. Yeah. That's why I was so good. Yeah. So what they're yeah. going to do is they're going to go get D-Hop after this whole um, Tennessee Well, D-Hop ain't been looking out. real good neither, but he's also nursing an ankle. Yeah, I'm just saying like as yeah, far yeah, as, no, you know, no, I understand. There's, I, that, there's I always that, the joke. you know. Yeah. Well, what they need to is go get D-Hop and then get an offense that's that's not the one that he's he's hey, having to run exactly. right now. Exactly. So. Well, and loss of Chubb, too, is really going to hurt that, that whole Yeah, 100%. The whole, the whole their whole offense is predicated on the run game. Exactly. But they did go sign Kareem Hunt. Jerome Ford didn't look bad. No, he didn't. Mm-mm. And they're saying that Jerome Ford is still going to be the guy. I know a lot of people dumped all their fab and used their waiver priorities to get Ford in, in, in preparation of him being the guy, and then all of a sudden Hunt gets signed. Um, Hunt will have a role there. I just don't know what's left in the tank. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, I would just prepare for Ford to be, you know, a 60, 55 to 60% of the lead guy, and then Hunt's going to be probably your third down guy and your, your two-minute drill back if he's got anything left because his pass catching is really his strength. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I expect. Unless Hunt's really still got it all, he may take that job, but we'll see. They're both definitely worth pickups, and I'm sure they've both been picked up. There might still be a chance Hunt is out there in some of y'all's leagues, but yeah, depending on there's no chance is. Ford is. Yeah, no, Ford is definitely picked up. <laughs> Sp- I'm trying to trade Ford on the high right now. You so. should. Uh, if you're in a dynasty right now, you, this is when you move Ford. I mean, you can move him in redrafts right now too, but dynasty you should be capitalizing on him because I don't, I don't know that Jerome Ford is going to become a staple for that team. They're yeah. gonna. He's he's going to be kind of like what Zonovan Knight was for the Jets last year. Who, have, a, have a good half season yeah. or season or whatever. I wish I'd have traded Zonovan last year in a couple of dynasties where I had him. 
which he he also got signed. He got picked up by Detroit. Oh, yeah. Um, I did see that. Well, David Montgomery is looking to, like he's going to miss a few weeks with a hamstring issue. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamal Williams also out. He went out on Monday night. Um, so we're looking at Kendra Miller is now healthy. So he's going get to get some run, Tony. Um, Jones, his efficiency as far as yards per carry were not very good, but he did get you two touchdowns. Yep. So I don't know that anybody played him. Maybe somebody played him in DFS, and if you did, you probably banked. Uh, let's see. Got that, got that. Um, Aaron Jones is still not practicing. Uh, let's run through the DMPs. Murray Cooper, uh, Jalen Waddell, Monroe St. Brown, Odell Beckham, Anthony Richardson, Aaron Jones and Austin Eckler all did not practice today. I'm sure there are more, but those are the the. I ones. didn't. I did not practice I didn't either. Practice today. I, I practiced. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. Was so, it a full practice? It wasn't football. Okay. <laughs> oh, it wasn't football. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Aaron Jones was at practice today. He just did not practice. Right. Okay. That's still good. I'm, and he's he's that guy that he's the type of. Um, a player that like last year we saw he wouldn't practice all week and then still play the game so yeah you, there's still hopes i mean i know we missed last week but i mean the, after what dylan and all the other backup quarterback or running backs did it they need him to they come need back. it yeah they, they need, need well Jones especially back. since they're playing new orleans this week who's a formidable defense yes uh jacoby myers back at practice today uh we're gonna see if that was for real that first week where he went out there and just balled out i'm kind of excited i got him in two leagues so uh, Barkley is going to be out Thursday. That is happened. So, um, looking like Breida is going to get a shot. Um, I'm, I'm sure the rookie Hull is going to get a few uh, chances to to show something out there. Barkley could miss multiple weeks. Um, I haven't heard if it's a high ankle or if it's just an ankle. I heard it was just an ankle. That he he they got uh, lucky that it wasn't a high ankle. Right. It was, it was an article. Because high ankles automatically four to six. Yeah. Yep. It said it was. They were lucky that it wasn't a high ankle sprain. Is is the article I read? So okay. All right, and then uh, last but not least, Cam Akers got traded. This happened today, um, you know, just a little while before we got on air, but uh, he was traded to the Vikings um, from the Rams. The Rams really – I don't know what, what happened. I'm sure something will come out at some point, but there was definitely a souring there that started last season and maybe got repaired a little bit and then picked back up this season when Kyron Williams was clearly taking his job. Um, because all they gave, the, the, all they're doing is swapping late round twenty twenty six picks. So, <laughs> so, so, so they're so like, look, just they just wanted him. Yeah, gone. here you can have him. Just do something that makes it look like we got something out of this. So, um, so something about he expressed his um, interest in uh, Sean McVay's wife. Is that serious? Or are you making that up? It's what it says. Adam, Adam Shaper shared said that. Oh uh, wow! And they said the same thing happened with Jared Goff. Like he expressed interest, and so Acres oh, was quoted in saying, "Trade all of L.A. Everyone wants to bang Veronica, my dude. Grow up." Oh my! So God. I don't know. If this is a hundred percent legit. Is that fake, Adam Scheffner, or is that no, real? That's just real. Adam okay, I don't know that. That, that does not sound real. I need to verify I'm, that. I'm going to look at a few other because places that's right now. amazing. That it's true. It doesn't sound true though. No, it, it, sounds, it sounds like one of those like, made-up tweets. Yeah, the whole hype. You know, you know how people are. But I mean, is yeah. there? I, I'm. I don't know what not truth isn't there. <laughs> have you seen Veronica? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, have no, you yeah. seen McVeigh? <laughs> He's a good looking guy too. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, all right, so uh, it was just whether Cam Ak- whether or not it's true. That. Cam Akers is gone. Yeah, Akers hopefully, is... hopefully he doesn't roll up into uh, 
into uh, Minnesota. Minnesota and start hitting on Kirk's wife. I, he probably <laughs> wouldn't mind that. I'm, he'd be like, thanks, dog. <laughs> you like With that? Chains. He'd be like, you like that? You like that? <laughs> With all his chains uh, on and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, Kirko. All right, so there's the news. Unless there's anything else, I think you said something about Devontae Adams was back at practice, but he's still game time. Is that what you read? Yeah. Okay, so he's it, was it a toe or something he's dealing with? He had the didn't he have a concussion? Oh, I don't Devontae know. Devontae Adams last week. Mm. I had late. No, I, I think know. late late it, in the game he went a concussion protocol, but okay. he was back practicing today. I mean, so Anthony Richardson, that's what he was dealing with too. I haven't heard uh, what his status is. I know he did not practice. Uh, Tyler Lockett too had concussion protocol, right? Two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. Yeah, okay. that was week, so, week one. I just remember concussion protocol and was like, my mind going running wild on what I could think of. <laughs> All right, well that's the news. We're going to roll into the Thursday night breakdown. Let's see what this button does. All right. Who's playing Thursday night? Thursday, that, that kind of fits. It's Does the it? Giants at the 49ers. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, <laughs> yeah. good God. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a shootout. So, uh, we'll talk more about Daniel Jones in a minute, but you got Brock Purdy on the other side of the ball. I'm definitely trying to get him in some lineups uh, against the Giants. I, I mean, I'm not looking to play any running backs if I don't have to. I mean, maybe if I'm in a Baker's Bottom situation and I can get Brita or Gray, I'll throw them out there. I'm, not, you know, but I don't want to play them if I can stay away from it. Obviously, playing McCaffrey. That's enough said there. Uh, and also the receivers. I don't know. I'm not playing any receivers. Basically, I don't play anybody on the Giants except Waller, and 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 that's it. And that's yeah. just because Waller's. If they do throw the ball, it's probably going to go to him. Yep. <laughs> um, and on the other side, of course, you're going to play Debo. If Ayuk is out there, because he's also dealing with uh, an injury of sorts. Uh, but if he's out there playing him, nobody else on that receiving core. And then Kittle, this is the interesting one I want to talk about. I've got Kittle in a couple leagues. He's yet to break six points for me in the leagues that I'm in. Where are you guys at on Kittle right now in this offense? Because they're winning. Kittle's healthy, but he's just not part of their game plan. Is this something you think is going to change? Is this a sign of what it is now? I mean, what are your feelings about it? I think with with Ayuk getting – if he doesn't play, I think it's going to force Kittle to be a part well, yeah, of it. Well, yeah, now if Ayuk's not, then the Kittle But yeah. I think if that happens, then maybe Brock Purdy and Kittle can start that connection to where the rest of the season there is actually something. Right. Um, but they don't seem to want to give him the ball. They just want him to block. No. Yeah, uh, and, and, and I thought last year that him and Purdy kind of had a um, – A little – Yeah. Something to come at the end of the year. There was, there was that, but I mean – I mean, this year I'm looking – week one he had six targets, week two he had three. Uh, and, I mean, he played more week two, but I think it was more of a the, – there was they're, – they're so complete as an offense right now that he doesn't have to throw the ball as much. So – and then with that addition of McCaffrey coming late, you know, last year, and now he is there. He's their weapon. Yeah. You kind of take away a lot. I mean, Well, you got two kind of joker players with Debo and McCaffrey. These guys are – they're all over the field. They're catching. Although McCaffrey, I think he only caught like one or two passes last week. It was it was lower than typical. But I mean, if you look back at the entire stint that McCaffrey had with um, Carolina, like what big receivers or you know like what tight ends? Was basically, what yeah. tight ends did they really have? That at were the very really, beginning of his career, it was Greg Olson maybe when Cam was there for a had, a, had a little yeah, for the bulk But of I mean, it. you're looking at this. This guy opens up so much, so many opportunities for him. 
and takes all the pressure off everybody else. They just got to be out there and block from McCaffrey. Yeah, it's almost like your tight ends go from being a receiver to now you have to block because so McCaffrey can yeah. do something with the ball. And, and I don't yeah. want to say like that, yeah. you know, like but it does no, I always think so. seem to I think, I think also McCaffrey. with Ayuk's with emergence now is looking to be a, a top receiver. Especially in the red zone away. and stuff. Yeah. He's definitely pulling a lot of that that tight end red zone target you would, that big body, you know, that you would use down the red zone stuff. So it does suck. I've got Kittle a couple places, but I mean, I think barring any injuries with the 49ers, this is the kittle we're going to have this year. I really do think so. Yeah, that blows. I hate it. I've been, there might be a touchdown here. Or there, yeah, I've been I mean, looking I to move him. In the, I got him in a couple of redraft, like guillotine type leagues, and I've just been looking to try to move away from him. Hunter Henry, on the other hand, I'm trying to get. Yes. That dude is balling out. He is finally having the season yeah. we thought he would have when they paid him big bucks last year. Yes. Or two years ago, whatever, whenever the Patriots signed him was. But. Yeah, and well, and in, in, in they're, they're they finally got an offensive coordinator there with the Patriots. I didn't intend to talk about the Patriots, but yeah. uh, the next game we're going to talk about is uh, the Falcons at the Lions. I bring this up because um, the Falcons are two and zero. You're damn right. <laughs> their run game is good. Uh, Bijan, <laughs> that dude. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, uh, some of the cuts he made uh, against. Um, uh, Green Bay were unbelievable. Just absolutely unbelievable. Um, so he is on the rise for sure. Uh, I do want to ask you guys about this because I was considering playing Desmond Ritter over Daniel Jones this week. Daniel Jones is playing San Francisco. His O-line is trash. I don't want to touch that. Mm, <laughs> Last time he played the Jets, it was horrendous. It was yeah. horrendous against Arizona until the second half. Um, he had a, he had an actual game in the second half, but I think it, so. I, I but Ritter's think, playing against the Lions in every game with the Lions except for Week One on the road. But every home game over the last two seasons is a fucking yeah, shootout. shootout. Yeah, you know. And so Desmond Ritter could have the potential to have to throw the ball more. He's definitely going to have to use his legs a little bit more. He could actually have a good game now. But with the way Bijan and. I'll say Algier because they're going to have to scheme against one of them. And I think that's what's going on right now is trying to pick which back they're going to have to shut down because they're not going to be able to shut them both down. I don't know if you have to scheme against Algier. Well, week one, Algier had, was like averaging huge carries. That was also against of, the Panthers' rush defense, which is hot, molten garbage. <laughs> I, could get, I could get 90 yards and two touchdowns against the Panthers right now. So, no, I, I, don't, think, then, I don't think anybody's scheming against Algier, but they're definitely having to scheme against that run game as a whole for sure because they run the ball so much. In general – even still, and I don't know that it's really gonna. I don't know that Ritter's really to be trusted as much. Passing. Well, I mean, it's definitely an upside play, but it's a, it's also a bad floor play because I could get like three points out of him. It, it scares me it, a yeah. lot because he should have had three interceptions last week, right? And, and if he a, has to throw the ball, yeah, he's it's, it's, he's gonna throw a couple interceptions. Yeah, that and he just doesn't look like he. I think a lot of what, but it's Daniel Jones, guys. <laughs> well, but I think I think in the in the second half of the the against uh cardinals yeah. they finally gave daniel jones a little leeway against the cardinals daniel jones against the cardinals yeah well, we were talking about me playing ritter over daniel jones i think I know, so he didn't play anybody 
<laughs> well, he got. He they were getting housed in the. Well, house. they got getting housed out. The first half, so. But I, I think they kind of gave him a little bit of the rope, a little rain, and he Look, ran. At halftime, they're like, "Guys, we're about to get rolled by Arizona. <laughs> I don't care what we do, we have to win this." Something's got to change. But it looked like he was he was making that that you know that Daniel Jones judgment where it's like, "No, no," and he runs. He did a lot more of that in that second half. Yeah, I he, guess you know I guess I mean? his like, kinda, legs and stuff give me a little bit. Of it gives you a lot. A lot I just more think upside, both of them have terrible. They're both terrible floor plays. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you're yeah. definitely going to get. And I was just thinking maybe Ritter had the highest upside of the two. I think against. I think against the Lions, logically, any other quarterback in the league just about would probably be the better pick. I think, but I don't know. Well, what about know what about if if he plays Bryce Young against uh, Seattle, who's also a dumpster fire, but it's on the road. I trust Bryce Young more than I would trust Desmond Ritter. I would trust him not to throw a pick, but yes. I don't. But I don't know that uh, Bryce Young's receivers are good enough to get space. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't mean, know. I'm probably Desmond just going to play Daniel Jones. That way, if I lose with Daniel Jones, I'll be like, well, I wasn't going to play a rookie or <laughs> Desmond Ritter. Uh, well, mean, on the other yeah, side of the ball, I'm definitely playing golf. Golf at home is money. Yes. And, he's, and, uh, and it doesn't matter who he plays. Uh, Bijan's money. Algiers, a flex play if you have to. But I, after last week, I think it's going to become more and more the Bijan show. And I yeah. think Patterson's supposed to be back this week. He was back last yeah. week, I think, wasn't he? No, no he, he was, was still, still out. out. Was he? Yeah, I played him at DFS like a dumbass. Uh. <laughs> I didn't realize he was out. Uh, Jameer Gibbs on the other side of the ball. I'm playing him, but I'm still a little timid about that because they're talking about Montgomery's going to be out, so they're talking about using Craig Reynolds as they use Montgomery. I think they have a formula of how they like to use these backs. And unless – and they signs on them a night, and, in, and unless these guys who they want to be the hammer are just blowing ass, I think it's going to be the same thing that's been going on for Gibbs. You know, Gibbs hasn't been terrible. Don't get me wrong, but I, I think people are expecting him to like blow up. Last week he had thirty nine um, rushing or receiving yards. He only had seventeen on seven carries on on rushing. Yeah, but he did have seven receptions. Mm-hmm. So I think you're going to get the pass catching. So you're definitely going to play him. He's going to be in your lineup if you got him. I just I don't know what to expect out of him. Amon Ra is dealing with the turf toe, which they haven't come out and said, but everything points to that what he's dealing with this turf toe. I don't know what to do with Drake London. I mean, if you got him, I guess you got to play him. In this game, you're definitely going to play him because you're going to hope it does turn into a shootout. Ooh, yeah, it probably will. And he did get a touchdown to last some. week. Um, I mean, he had six targets last or seven targets last yeah. week and caught six of them. Yeah. I mean, so something to be said for that. Even without the touchdown, he still got you 12 or, excuse me, nine points, almost 10 points. So Josh Reynolds is interesting to me. Um, he's got that connection with golf from the Rams. And last week he had five receptions and for six, six yards, but he had two touchdowns. And then the uh, the week before that, he had four receptions for 80 yards. So he's definitely getting the targets and the usage as the number two receiver. So I think for right now, Reynolds is somebody I'm, I'm willing to pick up and play. Yeah. He beat me in one of our guillotine leagues last week. He had a hell of a game last week. Yeah. So Well, let me ask you, Andrew. You, got to, you can only pick one of these tight ends. You can play Sam Laporta or you can play Kyle Pitts. Sam Laporta last week, he had five receptions for 63 yards. And the week before that, he had five receptions for 39 yards. And then Kyle Pitts hasn't had five receptions in the two years he's been in the league. I'm just kidding. He had two receptions for 44 in week one and then two receptions for 15 in week two. So we're expecting a blowout. Um, we know what Kyle Pitts can do, but you can only pick one of these tight ends and you got to play them. Who are you playing? John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> he got targeted last game. But I would pick, I would pick Laporta out of those two. I mean, you wouldn't he, pick John U over Laporta. 
No, I'm saying uh, out of. I know, but and, you said out of that. But, but yeah, I guess you, last week. Uh, yeah, he had six targets, four receptions for 47 yeah. yards. Yeah, yeah. John New Smith did. He was targeting. He liked him some John New Smith. He did. Yeah, apparently Kyle Pitts is like um, the Cam Akers of the Falcons. <laughs> He's hitting on everybody's wife and nobody likes him. Something's going on there, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Did you confirm that, yet, by the way, or is that – I started to and then I forgot. And I was like, <laughs> it's it's too good to not, you know, whatever. You don't, you don't want, that's why I'll I live you don't want it. to know the truth. I don't. I like, I like where we're at here, but – What do you think is the deal with Pitts and the Falcons? Do you think Pitts just blows ass – or do you think that uh, the coaching just doesn't lend to a tight end? I think it's just the coaching. Pitts is – he's got the talent. But we just saw that uh, that in one game, Johnny Smith caught as many passes as um, Kyle Pitts has caught in two. Now, I don't think there's a talent issue. There may be personal issues between them and maybe him yeah, and the coach like and they don't want to give him the with ball. Him and Ritter. Or with him and Ritter. But Either that or it could be – There was be, a big uh, chemistry with him and Johnny last game, though. He was hitting them a lot. Yeah. Wow. It, it, mean, could be, targets, it could be but. a route thing too. I, I don't know like what their what their design routes are for Pitts. If John, who's been in the league for twenty seven years now, <laughs> dude just goes out and just does stuff. You know, John like, Smith's only twenty eight years old, bro. I, I know, but I mean, if, if he's <laughs> but it does feel like it feels like feels like I've been saying John who's name feel, for it, years. Yeah, now. it feels like he got drafted with Brady. Exactly. <laughs> like he might have drafted. <laughs> Or Brady might have drafted him in his first fantasy lineup as a kid. <laughs> the other, um, the other weapon for the Falcons that was getting some looks was Mac Hollins. Yeah, that's he was interesting targeting too. Hollins a good bit. That's two games in a row. It's like he's it hasn't really panned out for tons of fantasy points. Um, he, he but he had first game he had three receptions for thirty one yards. Excuse me. And then last game he had three for sixty. And he had, and he he had, had a touchdown, touchdown that got called back. Yeah, his heel hit just outside the the line, yep. and and they said his heel hit. I, it's hard to really tell from the picture, honestly. It looked it like looked it stayed like on his toes. His, yeah, yeah. It looked like it stayed I off. Still, his toes. it didn't look like enough to overturn. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was enough to overturn. I saw it. He's, it was, you can see the white under the shoe. That's all you need to see. The, the fact that it didn't touch. That's why you could see the white under. Oh wait a minute! Shoe. I'm thinking of, his was in the end zone, wasn't it? Yeah, in the, the back, back of the end zone. Yeah, my bad, my bad. There was somebody who was, was running down on the sidelines. Oh, that was. Uh, and he stepped out, and the edge of the shoe was in the white. You could see in the white, like yeah. One that's of, what that's I thought a, you guys were talking about. That's my oh bad. yeah, yeah, no. Um, I actually didn't see the replay to that, so I can't speak to it. Yeah, no, he was like in the back of the end zone, but his toes, his toes were down, but the he, heel didn't. Well, you saw his it, toes in, and he went like this, and it looks like this one might have hit. Yeah, but you, I, well, you I know, tell. when it they was, rotate the foot back, it matters. If he had just stayed on his toes, it wouldn't. Oh yeah, matter. there, well, was, that, which is, there was no problem. choice in that because he was falling. Back. He was oh, falling yeah, backwards yeah, 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 as yeah. he caught the ball. Well, he but couldn't have just like moonwalked. He kind of <laughs> kept his toe. It was it was actually a pretty good catch. I mean, realistically, he knew where he was. That yeah. was yeah. A, the good part. I about definitely it, don't think it was enough to overturn. Like, if it was called incomplete, it would stay incomplete. Yeah, but they did overturn it and it called the touchdown back. So well, it didn't hurt that uh that win loss record. No, you're damn right. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on uh, from this game to the Chargers and the Vikings. Um, Ooh, both two zero and two teams. Yeah, two zero and two teams. <laughs> two high powered offenses. Two low powered defenses. I'm expecting a shootout. Of course, you're playing Herbert. You're playing Cousins. Get him in your lineup. If Eckler's out there, you're playing him. If Kelly's out there, you're playing him. Even though he did not look good last week, that'll change against uh, Minnesota. Alexander Madison's interesting to me. I mean, I've got him. I'm going to play him. The Chargers are trash against the run, so you're just hoping he can have a, a, a good week. I don't think Cam Akers is going to get traded on a Wednesday and show up and take all the snaps on Sunday, but I could be wrong. Um, 
But Madison has not looked good. He's looked slow in plotting out there. Um, the receivers is where it's at on both sides of the ball. Keenan Allen, yes, please. Mike Williams, yes, please. <laughs> on the other side, Justin Jefferson. Oh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then Addison, the rookie, who's just all he does is get buckets. He's just getting touchdowns every game. I think they're going to work him into this more. Osborne is still getting some play. He's you know he's they they want to make him the two, give him the the veteran respect. So I don't know. You might get another week out of him. He had a touchdown last week, which helped out a lot. Um, he's been averaging about three receptions a game. But um, I mean, maybe in a in a double flex league, I'm throwing him in. Otherwise, I don't want nothing to do with him. Uh, and then the tight ends. You know, uh, Everett finally bounced back last week. And from first week where it looked like uh, he was maybe not the dude, but last week he only had three receptions. But, I mean, you can give me three receptions and 50 yards from a tight end. I'm happy. And then Hawkinson's money in the bank. I I, I, I tried to write this dude off. Another one of my great decisions. But uh, <laughs> he is a target hog. He's money. He's probably going to be a top three tight end, depending on what happens with Kelsey and, and Andrews. But he's going to be in the mix if he stays healthy all season. So where are you at with these players? Anybody I didn't talk about you want to bring up? Or you just, uh, you know, are you willing to play Akers this week? If he, if you find out, let's say Saturday, word is he's in camp, he's practicing, he's out there running, uh, are you willing to throw him in a flex? I'm not, personally. I, I think this is going to be Madison's best week he's had this year, and everybody's going to be second guessing Acres there. I'm going to be changing because, the shit out of him or trading the that's shit what I'm, out of that's him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> only because of the matchup. I hope he goes out there and scores I think, 50 fantasy points. I think that's what's going to happen. I think he's going to go out there four and four touchdowns because monstrous game. I'll be trading the shit out of him next week, and everybody's going to be like, "Oh God, Cam Akers is there. Why did they get Cam Akers?" And the next week, the week after that, we won't even hardly see Madison on field. It'll be Acres <laughs> out there doing magic and work it up and I'm going to be mad because I got well I don't know now next week they're playing Carolina he should have a good week oh, there he might too. have a good week there <laughs> yeah. too. Hey, it, and then the week after that he's playing KC and the week after that he's, that, he's playing Chicago maybe I hold him till the Chicago maybe, game because yeah, after that he plays San Francisco <laughs> that's hey, when I trade him KC's I'm just like, top five defense so far this year against the run against the run uh, as a defense oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like you looking at Alexander Madison yes he does look slow yes his production isn't great but he also has played Tampa and the Eagles who coming out of last year were the top were two of the top Tampa, five definitely yeah top five against the run defenses and I mean I just think that I don't fantasy wise I think that he's going into his easy curve. He's getting his the Chargers. He's getting Carolina. He's getting Kansas City. He's getting these teams that he can actually probably do a little something against. What we talked about in the beginning, where Madison's best weeks, his when he did start when um, Davin Cook was out, were against the Lions and were against just bottom-tier defenses, garbage can. And this, this is what we're going to see. This is going to be the week that shows it. I, it it's... I'm, I'm not going to put Akers out there because I think that they're going to still script for Madison and have him as the guy. And this is going to be a big week for Madison, but he will get replaced by Akers pretty soon. Oh, yeah. So Either that or Akers will be taking substantial touches from him. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, and you look at it, he hasn't even really like touched the ball that much, really. I mean, he had 11 attempts and 8 attempts. And for a, someone who played 70% of the snaps or more, he should have been more involved in that, but they throw the ball so much there. It's Well, that it's and every time to, they give it to him, it's a two-yard run. Yeah, he doesn't, get, run. <laughs> he doesn't get anywhere with it. All right, anything you want to throw on top of that, Andrew? No, nah, just from so far the stats this season, I know Akers only played one game. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It, it, was, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 1.3 yards to carry. Yeah, yeah it's not good. <laughs> 
So I I wouldn't be. And that was probably 40 I wouldn't be carries? starting him. Was that it 40 was 22 <laughs> attempts for 29 I'm yards. I'm telling you, man, it's – and you go into some of his games last year, some of them were good and some of them were bad, but, I mean, it all depended on the defense. I mean, that's, that's mm-hmm. what you got to look at, really. I mean, it's – he could still have a little in the tank, and I think as long if they if they start him next week over Madison, then everybody's going to be so pissed because he's going to have such a great week because it's going to be a, it's a soft it's a soft. Oh defense. yeah, I mean he's going to have he's going to make have, him look. He's going to average better than he should against a. a For a anybody defense. wondering, I'm on Adam Schefter's. Uh, x or twitter account and that tweet is nowhere in there and i have a feeling that if that was a real tweet it would be it would be i would be scrolling through it would be twitter it would be on fire yeah it would be on fire so (laughs) that was funny though it was it made me laugh that's that's the real winner here but the thing is i don't look this is i'm gonna go on a tangent for a second i don't understand fake tweets like you send them to me all the time i rarely find them funny it's just like I laugh at him. I just think shit. I, it all, just, all shit's funny. It man. just doesn't. It doesn't make it like anybody can do it. It doesn't require anything. But anyway, I'm sorry. I, I'm not gonna go off too it's, far. It's the same thing with a meme. I mean, it's just, no, it's a just meme humorous. is a, a creation of art. I can go pull a picture of somebody's Twitter, put a fake tweet in that says uh, Matthew Baker likes donkey wang. That's a real tweet. If you go to my ex account right now, what's it called now? If it's not Twitter, and I gotta call it X, then what do I call my? My ex, my tw- they're still tweets. I don't know. They'd have to be them? like excerpt deleted. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, well, that was a derailing right there. Yeah, we, we went off on a little tangent. That's All okay. right, so the next game we'll talk about is uh, the Bills at the Footy McFootball Manders, the Washington Commanders. Uh, we called the, we called Washington as a team that could potentially be a dark horse this year, mm-hmm. uh, just based off the fact that they have the boat anchor of Dan Snyder off of that franchise. They have a good coaching staff. They brought in offensive coordinator. They got a good core of players. Sam Howe, if he can just hold it down, and, and thus far he's been doing okay. He hasn't been like super awesome, fantastic, wonderful, lighting it up, but he hasn't been he hasn't been losing them shit either. Brian Robson has been super fantastic awesome yes based off of where we thought he was going to be and how we thought he was going to be to begin the season i was trying to trade him in so many dynasties i traded for him accidentally and now it looks like a genius move because he is a where is he at on the like a top three running back on the season so probably far? pretty close yeah because he's he's de- number three yeah. Yeah, yeah number three so i mean i mean back to josh allen you're obviously playing him enough set on that he's money in the bank i don't care if he's playing the, the monsters in the midway or whatever except when he's playing the jets yeah it almost seems uncannily uncanny uncanny when he plays the jets how he just <laughs> decides to throw to their defense so frequently um i'm playing james cook outside of james cook it's a it's a dice roll and whether you're playing damian harris or tavis murray they're one of them is probably going to get a touchdown just trying to figure out who it's going to be I, I think they're working harris more into the uh the the rotation he was hurt and i think he's finally getting healthy so i think he's gonna be more involved he was a little bit more involved last week i'm not touching antonio gibson on the other no, side of the ball with this a 10 is his pole. game no, <laughs> they, I don't. Maybe, maybe he has been doing the same thing that uh, Cam Akers was doing, allegedly. Something because <laughs> uh, Antonio Gibson is the Cam Akers of the Footy McFootball Manders. They hate him. Yes, they do not like him at all. <laughs> and so I don't want anything to do with that. I've dropped him everywhere I had him as quick as I could drop him. Um, 
But what do you guys feel about Damian Harris, Latavius Murray? If if in deeper league, if or Antonio Gibson, I'll throw him in the pile. If you got to play one of those in deeper leagues, which one are you plugging into the lineup and hoping for something in this game? I'm probably playing Murray. Yeah, I mean, he he's averaged more like twenty percent ish of the snaps, where Damian Harris has been a little less than that, and he gets more opportunities. I I don't know. I just right now, like judging off of the last two games, because neither one of them are clearly dominant over either the other one, but I just think that Latavius Murray... Yeah, they both virtually there. had the same touches last week. They both had a touchdown. I yeah, think exactly. they both had a touchdown last week. Yeah, they both did. So, I mean, it, it's kind of really... T- I just think yeah. that Murray, he's out there more, a very little bit more, but I mean, I just think... Well, he's a veteran guy. He obviously knows he, how to pass block probably better exactly, than the other that's, two. Exactly. That's probably part of it as well, but I mean, you know, out there, open opportunity, I just... I got it... Um, are you in the same boat with that, Andrew? Yeah, I mean, I want to say Gibson because I was high on him. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I'd probably go with Murray for for all the same reasons. All right. Well, I'm going to write that down for my DFS plays this week. <laughs> um, the wide receivers, uh, you're playing Diggs. Um, Gabe Davis has been interesting to me. They've been talking him up. Uh, they started in the preseason talking about how he's catching everything that's coming to him. Last, Even some that aren't coming to him because yeah. that one they caught in the end zone last week I don't think was des- was for him. <laughs> the first week it, it was he had four targets only caught two but that was also an off game for the whole team for the most part. Last week he had seven targets, six receptions, ninety two yards and a tud. Um, I I just feel like he I feel like it's him and Diggs and nobody else in that receiving core. Yeah, there's not a lot of anything else going on there at all as far as receiving goes unless you throw in Knox and Kincaid. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, I mean? talk, like, we'll talk about the tight ends. I know it's down there, but I mean, as far yeah, as yeah, targets about wide receivers, like share, yeah. yeah, as far as wide receivers go, they're not really using anybody else. And I mean, I, t- I talked about Justin Shorter before the league, who is the rookie they drafted this year, who's on currently on the IR right now. But um, he he is a big guy that they wanted to get involved in the offense and ended up getting injured and yeah. put on the IR. So I mean, that might have been something that would have filled in a little. Well, they, bit they of need that a slot with, guy because we thought it was going to be Deontay Hardy. Shakir did get a touchdown last week, but he hasn't. Both of these guys have basically been non-existent except exactly. for a couple Unless flashes. Get, yeah. very, very little, very little. On the other side of the ball, I mean, if I got McLaurin, I'm going to play him. He hasn't been great, but he did get six targets last week. He did get a touchdown. Um, and so, you know, I think it's just part of him trying to work things out with his new quarterback. Mm-hmm. Jahan Dotson's the one that's concerning me. We all expected big things out of him. I mean, the targets are there. It's just the production itself isn't. Yeah. But you know who is getting targets and has caught 100% of the targets he's got? <laughs> Curtis Samuel. He got five targets, caught all five of them in the first game, three. They caught all three of them in the second game. Um, he hasn't been great, but he's been definitely involved. Yeah. And he's somebody who a few years ago he was a top 20 wide receiver. So he is, he's got the ability and the playmaking ability to do do stuff. So I don't know if he's you know in Baker's bottom contention, but he – He's somebody I um, definitely would be looking at in some deeper leagues. Oh, yeah. Um, anything you guys want to throw in the wide receiver pile before I move on to these tight ends? Jameson Crow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, you're <laughs> – that, that's all that really needs to be brought up, honestly. It's, it's Yeah, I, I would play Curtis Samuel. I'd probably play him over Gabe Davis, honestly. Heck no. I, I, as, as bad as that sounds – That sounds horrendous yeah, because I, the Bills' offense is a way more powerful offense. I think they're going to score more touchdowns, but – in this game, I mean, maybe if you're if you're taking the defense into account, I don't know. They I mean, both I'm have just, pretty steady defense. I, I look if we want to put it on the bet box, I'll take Gabe Davis over Curtis Samuel this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that bet. <laughs> Deal. 
All right, are we put, betting on it? I don't know. I ain't never writing on this bet box. I'll write it over here. <laughs> uh, 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 all right, next Monday, loser's got to bring beer of the week. Deal. Based off of who has a better fantasy Whoever week. Who has a better fantasy week. Yeah, not not like, you know, because Gabe yeah, Davis yeah, could no. have 10 receptions and 60 yards and no touchdowns. Curtis Samuel could have two two receptions and two touchdowns. So whoever scores higher fantasy points. Yeah, whoever scores the highest fantasy points between. Yeah, and uh, not in hanky-panky in a regular halfway <laughs> league. Yeah, I don't no, need, I don't need Gabe so Davis crazy. to get 10. God, 10, so, 10, so 10 half PPR? Yeah, I don't need the, the – I still haven't figured out the bonuses in that fucking league. <laughs> Good God. Uh, it's so crazy, man. All right, because uh, I can tell you, if you go look right now, and this is just another side – if you go look right now on the waivers, Josh Dobbs is projected in that league to get 61 points. <laughs> <laughs> That's higher projection than every quarterback currently on my roster. And I've got, uh, I think, Justin Herbert or, or Jalen Hurts. I don't know. Did, <laughs> did you see the league with the field goal kickers? Where if you kick a 50-plus yarder, it's on like 30 points. <laughs> We need to so do a league Elliot, that's nothing Elliot, but kickers and punters. <laughs> Elliot got somewhat like 80 points or something like that. And against week. Dallas, nonetheless. Like, yeah, why would that's they have the thing. It? But next, the week after that, he's only projected for half a point. <laughs> yeah. I don't, that's what I don't, I don't understand how he's projected With, for like, 61. 61. And then next week, he's only projected for point half a five. point. Yeah. And half a point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not going to play after week four. Apparently. <laughs> But I don't get. They know he's I don't get, get his projection. <laughs> I don't either. There's That's, there's so many bonuses in this league. But, there are like. Look, but but I've got. I, I I can't remember if I got Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, or Justin Herbert. I got one of those three. I'm pretty sure in that league. And they're projected for like 49. He's projected for 61. Yeah, I don't Dallas. know why that is. That's <laughs> insane. Yeah. To me. I mean, I, I was like looking for because of Daniel. That's the league I got Daniel Jones is. It's a three quarterback league. I have Daniel Jones is my third quarterback, and so that's why I was thinking about starting Ritter over him. And so I've been going back and forth, and I was just looking at because the only two quarterbacks starting quote starting quarterbacks on waivers in that league are Desmond Ritter and Joshua Dobbs. And I was like looking at their projection. I was like, how the fuck is Joshua Dobbs projected at 61? Man, I'm going to blow some fucking minds right here. <laughs> are you going to put him in your lineup? Just to see what my score would be. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right, so the tight ends. Uh, look, Don Kincaid, is, you've been able to play him both weeks, and you've been able to play Dawson Knox both weeks. Um, you know, Dawson Knox has been doing it on less. Um, you just made a roster move. <laughs> Dawson Knox has been doing it on less work. He only caught uh, three receptions for ten yards, but he had a touchdown last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the week before, I'm pretty sure it was something similar to that. Yeah, it was three catches for 25 yards total. Whereas uh, Kincaid has been getting more targets. Um, he's also playing a uh, bigger role as for in the receiving game. Four for 26, and then and five, uh, five for 43. So you know. I would be willing to put either one of them in the lineup. If I had to pick one, it's probably Kincaid just because he's getting more opportunities and he hasn't got a touchdown yet. Yeah. And I think the touchdown is on the horizon. It's coming. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Logan Thomas has also been pretty damn solid. Now, I know he's in the concussion protocol, I believe. Oh, he's. did you see the hit, though? No. Oh, man, it was like two defenders sandwiched him. And just, I thought, honestly, I didn't think he was going to get up. It, it looked Lord that bad. Mercy. It looked really bad when he got hit. Uh, it remind me after the podcast, I'm gonna pull it up because you guys. I don't see know that. if I want to see it. I'm it's still thinking about bad. that uh, Chubb hit. It, it doesn't look like <laughs> that, but it's still bad. It's still bad. It's still. But like, uh, oh, if man. he's out there, he's somebody I'm definitely worth playing. But anything you guys want to throw on top of that? 
Mm. No. No. All right, real quick, we'll run through these last two real quick. We won't spend a ton of time. Uh, The next game we're going to talk about um, is the Eagles at the the undefeated Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Both teams are 2-0. I just wanted to bring them up because Tampa's been playing pretty solid. Baker's looked pretty damn solid out there. Me too. He's not uh, lighting up the world, but he's also scoring you over 20 fantasy points for the most part. Of course, Jalen Hurts is going to do what he does. Swift is playing. Gainwell's back. Now we're going to really see what this backfield is. I think a lot of people are going to get their their feelings hurt when Swift doesn't go out there and get 95% of the uh, <laughs> the rushes right? this week. Yeah. And Gainwell gets a little bit of that share back. Rashad White, I've been trying to, to get rid of this guy and write him off, but he just keeps getting the production, and I don't think that's going to stop. So I'm definitely playing him. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. I'm playing Mike Evans. I can't. It, there's no way I'm not playing Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a monster out there. He looks like he's you know five years younger. Mm-hmm. He's just he's rejuvenated. Him and Baker. Yeah, gotta make some connections. Yeah, I need Godwin to get a little bit more going, but he's been solid for two weeks, so he hasn't really hurt you. AJ Brown, I expect a big game out of AJ I, Brown. I see it this week. It's yeah. time after well, everybody's Especially been talking about he, it. Yeah, him and Hurts got into it on the sideline, and then Hurts tried to hit him with two touchdowns. So you know he's going to be trying yeah. to get him the ball, and I just think we're going to see a two touchdown AJ Brown game this week. Well, he needs one this season. <laughs> Devonta Smith's been doing great. He's been lighting it up. The reason that AJ Brown hasn't been needed as much. Goddard got back on track last week. Um, I'm definitely playing him. Kate Otten has been solid. I've seen you've been picking him up about everywhere you can get him. Baker after I have. last I week he had six receptions, good. six targets. So I he, think it's going to go up. Yeah, it's, it's only. I think it's only going to go up from there as well. But uh, um, it's going to be extra uh, interesting. I brought this up because I just it's we're going to see what the Bucks are really about. I think this week if they're a for real team or if they're just a, a paper tiger. And then the last one we're going to hit on is the Monday night game. Uh, course as the rams at cincinnati we still don't know what the uh burrow said he felt better today i expect him to play um i don't know how well he's going to play but uh the rams have been susceptible um so hopefully he goes out there and does his thing stafford has looked great you know he's not dominating but he's he's looked okay kyron williams money in the bank get him in your lineup dude's going to be a league winner if he stays healthy joe mixon he's been getting the work he just hasn't been doing a lot with it His, their offense hasn't done anything so it's kind of hard for him to really true that you know um uh, jamar chase has i mean back to that offense being buns mm-hmm. t higgins got back on track last week with two tuds i'm not talking nobody else is worth mentioning puka nakua for the rams dude is money he you looks to be the him. target hog he's all he does is get targets targets on targets he had 10 receptions in week one he had 15 <laughs> receptions week in week two. That's the most for a rookie in their first two games ever, ever in the history period. of football, and I don't think it's going to stop no, anytime not. soon. Tutu Atwell, I'm also willing to play him. He has also been getting targets. So outside of that, uh, maybe Van Jefferson, some deeper leagues I would be touching. Uh, Higby has been the one who hasn't been getting the targets because of these uh, young receivers. Um and Irv Smith hasn't really been doing shit because I don't know if I'm going to touch either one of these tight ends unless I'm just really hurting. Yeah, unless you're desperate. Yeah. yeah. Um, really so, desperate. Yeah. Like, really desperate. But it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be We're going to be able to see if Cincinnati can get back on track. They're at home against a, uh, I won't say a weak Rams defense, but they're not the the def- Rams defenses of the past, unless they're playing Seattle, of course. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it's going to be a good game, I think. So, um, I, is that – you know what? Actually, I think that um, that 
that other game's Monday. They're both yeah, yeah. They're both Monday. They're both Monday. So we talked about both the Monday night games. I, I forgot they're doing that dumbass fucking simulcast yeah. shit. All right, so there it is. That's the list on the games of the week. Let's move from there into Daniel's don'ts. That's never right. gets old. It <laughs> never gets old. All right, so uh, we talked about him earlier. I'm still going back and forth, but my first don't is Daniel Jones against the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I don't want to play him. I've got him in one league. It's the three-quarterback league, and my only option is either him, Desmond Ritter, or Joshua Dobbs. Well, it's not Dobbs anymore. No, that's right. So. Not anymore. <laughs> Wait, you, did you not have to drop somebody to pick up I Dobbs? did. I dropped Thibodeau, so I uh, dropped my defensive that? player. Uh, the Giants. Um, oh, the rookie oh I last forgot year. you. Why would you carry backup defensive player? Anyway. I didn't. I just had him on my roster. I didn't oh. want anybody else to <laughs> oh. drop. I just put him you, down. So you're going to have to drop a QB or somebody to get a defensive player back in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hope, who's I'm your, not stressing right now. Uh, well, either way, I'm not playing Dobbs. <laughs> I'll, I'll stay with Daniel Jones, or I, I still can't figure out why he's fucking. I, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm just going to put him in my lineup so I see what my score looks like. Anyway. <laughs> I think Daniel Jones is going to go out there and be straight doo-doo trash. And uh, the only hope I'll have is that he uses his legs to score a touchdown or two. But uh, I expect them to get rolled by San Fran. They're going to San Francisco to get their ass beat. I think that's what's going to happen. Y'all got anything to add on that? Do you think there's any different outcome to that? No. No. I think you probably better off just not playing a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, so I don't get a negative stab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on with the Giants. I, I tell you it's a, it's an they absolute were, guessing yeah, game. They, they weren't the that good it, last year. They just got lucky. They yeah, caught well, lightning saying, in a bottle for a minute. But it yeah. was it, it was a different feel game one against well, Dallas. They got rid of Galladay. They just got a <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> they don't have a twenty million dollar receiver on the field yeah, now. Yeah, it just so, makes them feel like they're man. tougher when they got a twenty million dollar receiver. But it, there was there was there was literally a, a huge change i don't really know what it was but from halftime to coming in with against the cardinals i'm telling you what it was something changed. They, went, they just went to the locker room there was no yelling there was no thing they just sat there they're all quiet and then the head coach looks up and goes bruh we better get beat by arizona <laughs> <laughs> and they all went damn he's right and then they, they, they came out in the next half and they 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 played they didn't realize in the first half they were playing arizona oh that's what, or either that or they're in they were in the locker room and everything and they looked in and said hey i just sent kelly Galladay a 20 dollars check and they're like oh he's part of the giants and they went out there and dominated they needed him back they needed they just they needed, needed him back they just needed the idea of Galladay back wasting money yeah. they yeah. just need to know they're wasting money well it takes money. the pressure off everybody else that's right if kenny Galladay's there sucking and not playing it, everybody else can do whatever they want, and everybody's is, like, "Well, you know, but at least they aren't Kenny Galladay." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, but some of them can be compared to him right now the way it's looking. But uh, yeah, no, I just something changed. Yeah, Wandell because he can't get on the fucking field. That's true; he can't stay healthy at all. But but yeah, no, I I, under, I I definitely I'm definitely on board unless you absolutely have to play Daniel Jones. I, yeah, I won't play him this week. Um, really the other one is is this is obvious, and yes, I know I took the easy way out, but it was hard. This week, trying to find somebody, but don't play Zach Wilson against the Patriots <laughs> or anybody else. But specifically, you don't against want to the play Patriots. Zach Wilson this week. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think uh, Belichick's going to go out there and just mind fuck him for four quarters, 
And this might be the last week we see Zach Wilson as a starter for the New York Jets. We can only hope. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Jets are now. The ones I tell that you, if, if if the week starts, if we get out there and the game starts, and he doesn't have that fucking bandana tied around his head, I'll be like, maybe, <laughs> maybe he's ready. <laughs> Something's yeah, going on. Now, yeah, I'm like, uh oh, he's ready to play now because he quit giving a shit how he looked with that stupid ass bandana. On. Man, it's another instance. I think they may actually play better if they just didn't line up with a quarterback. Uh, yeah. yeah, if they just ran the Wildcat with their running backs, they would be fine. Well, I think they should sign Fat Lenny and put him back there. On, <laughs> yeah, three running backs no, <laughs> and play all no, three no, running put backs. Put Brees back there. He's the most athletic <laughs> yeah, of the three. Yeah, well, Cook. But you got Brees and James. Uh, you got Brees and Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. You put him on and, each side and of him. You put Fat Lenny out there. You put Fat Man. Lenny out, and then Garrett Wilson can run the reverses. Or if you just want to do that little front pitch, that's a, actually a pass. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, we They'll need be to, we need to, man. They need to hire us. We would who's, have this team. Who's Wilson's backup? Backup. <laughs> oh, it's. Uh, does uh, he have a backup? Yeah, the Tim Boyle. Is still in the game. Yeah, they, they brought. They had to bring a guy up off the practice. Tim squad. Boyle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember him. They would be better if they played. He Tim sounds Boyle. better than yes. Zach Wilson. A hundred percent. Because you know what, Tim Boyle's not going to do. He's he's not, not going to try to. Bandana. Yeah, he's not going to wear a fucking bandana. Number one, <laughs> and number two, he's not going to think he can scramble out and sling it downfield. Uh, into triple coverage. He's going to take what the defense gives him. Why does he run so far backwards, though, every because single damn time? Because he, he's, first of all, he he's must, have, man. He must have played a lot of Tecmo it's, Bowl or it's some It's so shit. crazy to me watching him <laughs> That's out That's an age reference. I don't know for any of you. Uh, Gen Xers all got that. Maybe some older millennials did, but in the old Tecmo Bowl on Nintendo, the farther you ran backwards, the farther the quarterback could throw the ball. Yeah, so you could throw it if back. you had Jerry Wright, I mean, first of all, if you weren't playing with the Raiders and uh, and, and and Bo Jackson, oh. yeah. But the only other team you would even consider playing with would be the 49ers with Roger Craig at running back and Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. You would run all the way back and then just hurl it downfield to, to Jerry Rice, and it didn't matter if all the players on the field were covering him, he would catch it. No, that's so nice. That's what he thinks he's playing. But no, he, the reason Zach Wilson does what he does is because he's he doesn't know how to play fucking football. Yeah. Okay? It, it's... It's so it's so like disgusting to me watching the defenders come with up that on the fucking line, bandana on his he, head. Is disgusting. He runs thirty yards backwards and twenty yards over to run one yard up and get tackled. Yeah, it's like what what was the point? Like, you know what would be better? Run straight out and then come back. Aaron Rodgers in a walking boot would be better at quarterback. Aaron Rodgers in a wheelchair. In <laughs> Aaron Rodgers in his hospital bed out there. <laughs> Would probably be better. Nick Chubb right now. At oh my God! Yes, one hundred percent. He would be so much better. They could just have Zach Wilson pushing his bed, <laughs> holding <laughs> holding Aaron Rodgers' arm up and throwing it for him. Get Fat Lenny to push the bed. <laughs> oh God! All right. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's a, uh, so. Yeah. Let Sauce Gardner play quarterback. That's true. Uh, uh, listen, I wasn't here on Monday, so can I? Can I give a fuck you guys? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah fuck that fuck guy. That guy. Yeah. To who? To Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. Huh? For the rest of the season. Yeah, and the bandana. Hey. Yeah. So <laughs> that from, bandana. from all of us to, to Zach Wilson, fuck, fuck that, that guy. guy. All right. And my last but not least. I felt really good. <laughs> again, another cop out, but, but uh, uh, my last uh, Daniels don'ts is all of the Arizona Cardinals except James Conner <laughs> 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 this week. Do not play them. 
uh, whoever they are, just don't. Unless you play Dobbs, apparently, is projected to, in, in our league to score sixty-one fucking points. Man, I tell you, that's so crazy, man. I don't know what it is. I really don't. Uh, I don't either. It's some some bonus you put in there that only he can get. Apparently, it's probably a bald bonus. <laughs> or is it throwing, your last four, name has to be Dobbs? You yeah, get twenty-five. You get twenty-five points from being Dobbs and throwing twenty incomplete passes. Exactly. If you throw twenty incomplete passes. Then you will be. You get a fifty-point bonus. <laughs> Man, Daniel Jones is going to look good in that league. Yeah, maybe I should get Zach Wilson in that league, <laughs> right? You, Actually, I think Zach Wilson. If he's not on waivers, I said earlier the only starters were Desmond Ritter and Joshua Dobbs. But if Zach Wilson's not on waivers, I want to know who the fuck's got him. I'm going to look right now because I think the guy I'm playing has him. <laughs> all right, yeah, but all of Arizona except James Conner. And look, I don't expect uh, James Conner to. To uh, go crazy, I forget who Arizona's playing. I had it wrote down a second ago. Zach's projected for twenty-two. They're playing Dallas. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. yeah, yeah. He's no, pro- no, no. He's projected for twenty-two in a league where Josh Dobbs is projected for sixty-one. Yeah, okay. I was talking about the Dallas defense. Yeah, yeah but and, Dal- Arizona's oh. playing Dallas. This yeah, season, oh, that, so. that's the reason. I and, would not start James Conner either. No, I, well, I mean, if you got him, you're going to play him. I got him. I'm going to play him. He's the only thing on that offense that's. If they do anything on offense, it'll be because of James Conner. Exactly. Yeah. So if you get ten points out of James Conner, you got a good week. But uh, yeah, I'm not playing anybody on there. So there it is. There's Daniel's don'ts. Daniel Jones against the 49ers. Zach Wilson, just that's it. And all <laughs> of the Arizona Cardinals except James Conner this week. So, all right. Let's move into Baker's Bottoms. <laughs> yes, it's, yes, It's originally yes. called Baker's Power Bottoms. That's what we call it. That's what we call it. All right. So, I'm looking at, as I go, I go back through our, our deepest league and with the least amount of waiver ads or potential waiver ads anyways and i'm looking at Kadarius tony's still available in this league and i'm sure he's still available oh, in a lot of places I, I would call him a baker's bottom but if he's on your waivers but i'm just him. saying yeah. Kadarius tony i mean i understand what he league is he available in, in hooligans yeah oh. uh, so Not just saying <laughs> week one <laughs> week one he had six re- targets you need to restart he- your segment <laughs> also brian robinson was still available in hanky panky and your wife picked him up and i was pissed oh off. wow nice yeah she got him in hanky panky today and i'm That's, like how did i, I not bet see? he was scoring like 99 points <laughs> in that league i uh, mean if dobbs is scoring 61 <laughs> so anyway go ahead but so. yeah so but i'm just saying if, if he's still available this is just a more of a i don't know why he's still available because he got five targets last week and he got five he caught all five of them he looked a lot better it wasn't huge yardage but he still got like nine points and a half point ppr or seven and a half points and a half point ppr still really good for someone that's just sitting out there not being you know rostered um, I, and then right behind that, I'm looking at, the, and this guy's only available because I dropped him because I picked There's up somebody else. There's nobody I want to drop to pick him up. Anyway, go ahead. But the, this guy's only available because I dropped him to pick up somebody else. But I still stand by last week, Jake Ferguson for the Dallas Cowboys. He got a touchdown this last week, but he only had four targets. He got three of them, and he, the touchdown saved you. I dropped, <laughs> I dropped Kylan Granson to pick up Jake Ferguson because I didn't think Kylan Granson was going to play. And then he still played. And he got a touchdown, too. Mm. And then did the most... Pause. Yes. Dude, you about to bring it up? He did the most perfect... 
Touchdown celebration. His touchdown was not actually called a touchdown until it was reviewed before it was actually called a touchdown. So afterwards, he did an Instagram post like because he didn't get to celebrate on the field. Yeah, he did. It was almost like a like a maternity, like a newborn, like a newborn maternity. I shared it on Facebook. Oh, it was gold. He he put it in a little blanket he took pictures with it him and his girlfriend yeah. or wife or i'm, I'm not entirely sure what yeah yeah is, but, but but either way this dude crossed lines because where i seen it was the person who shared it on my facebook was somebody who doesn't even care about football yeah, exactly yeah. so he's like he's like bringing in the, the house oh yeah, it, yeah was, it was it was brilliant gold, it was man. absolutely brilliant it with 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 today and now it, it was awesome it, yes. he did great so i mean and now i'm, I'm kind of i went out and grabbed him everywhere i still have him a lot of places i was kind of high on him coming into the season i would say granson's also a baker granson bottom, could potentially be especially a baker, if, if he's still available yeah. yeah um and like i said ferguson's he's just he's He's Dak's guy. You know Dak likes the tight end, and that's just what he does. And Ferguson's where it's at right now. Who doesn't like a tight end? You know I what I'm saying? Mean, saying. <laughs> I, and that other one we talked about earlier. Apparently that, Cam Akers does too, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> we don't know how tight that end is. But um, <laughs> the, the next First one. First of all, <laughs> you, sir, do not disparage those ladies. You do not know them. That's true. My bad. Um, but, but you don't know. We talked about it earlier. Another person that is probably still available on a lot of people's waivers and shit is Adam Thielen. And yeah. and while nope. while it's not the greatest of targets or the greatest of situations, he still gets targeted quite a bit. He still gets open quite a bit. He seems to be the one that saves Bryce Young from a loss of yards. So well, he he, he's definitely kinda, him, He's definitely the guy Bryce looks to. Exactly. He's definitely good. And, and right now he's available. I mean, you look at he got nine targets last week. And he's I have actually and, picked him up in a couple of guillotine leagues just because I'm right now looking. I'm in one league where we got like three flexes. Yeah. And so I'm looking for a real deep. That, yeah. And, and, and like a play. super flex, too. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for those deeper plays. I'm, uh, you know, when you're getting to a three flex, flex league, you're looking for fucking volume. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's definitely. getting it right now. And I and I think that this it could potentially pay out. And you could have it may not be this week. It could wait for an easier matchup, but still, I think if you can grab him now, it'd be the time to grab him. Yeah. yeah. And just honorable mention, just because this is just a whim. I have no real reasoning behind this. <laughs> Saquon Barkley is out this week. Um, Matt Breida is the starting back, but Gary Brightwell has been getting a lot of talk in the fantasy community and everything around about. And not that he's the greatest running back, but for a Baker's bottom, I think he could easily come in and have a couple easy snatches and turn out. He for, could get a goal line carry because he. I think he, turn out. I, I may be wrong. Touchdown. I may be wrong, but I think he's a bigger guy. He's, I would go for Evan Hull. Just he is because a bigger guy. But, I would go for Evan Hull um, personally. Uh, just because he's the rookie, yeah, and uh, maybe they want to get him some carries. But again, a rookie is prone to do dumb shit, miss a block or fumble, and then never see the field for twenty years. So if he does go out there and fuck out, but he fuck out, fuck up. But he is uh, the the quote second string guy going into this game. Yeah, Brightwell exactly. Is. Garrett Brightwell so. is, and I just I, he, his name's been coming up a lot, and I know last year he kind of got mentioned a couple times with Saquon missing a game here. Or, whatever and i just i don't know follow, i like it's a bigger bottom man yeah follow i heard his name so many times today i'm like well maybe i should just at least bring him yeah. up you the, know. and that right there is so, why politicians put signs up all over the fucking place just because it's because you, you gotta hear their fucking name and you know it's all over yeah. that's why i don't know how to read 
That's, <laughs> that's the bit that I forced myself not to learn how to read at a young age so that I wouldn't be uh, you know, brainwashed, brainwashed uh, by these politicians. Solid plan, big guy. <laughs> solid plan. All right, before we roll out of here, I want to hit this real quick. We are a little bit over, but I, I do want to hit on this. I want to get your guys' takes on this. So, so Terrell used to have a, a when he when he used to be a host of the show, <laughs> yeah, um, he he would do a thing called T Money's Trends, and he would look for some trends and and talk about those and, and kind of see where things are going. We also have, only have two weeks, but we do have some quote trends that I wanted to talk about, and basically these are trends of players who are who have been balling out, and I just want to get your guys' opinions based off of. What they've done and, and, and how they've looked doing it, where you think they're going to go or, or if it's going to continue. Um, so the first one I'll talk about, is there one you, you're pulling up that you would rather talk about first? Just, you just tell me. All right, so we'll I'm start gonna... off with a QB, Jordan Love. Jordan Love has started the season. He's looked, He hasn't looked great, by, but he hasn't looked bad, and he's done okay for fantasy. Um, <clears throat> he got you three touchdowns in week one. And then and um, three in week two. Yeah, three in week two. He uses legs a little bit more against the Falcons, so it looks like he's getting a little more comfortable in that respect. But uh, I, I just want to get your guys. What do you What are you thinking? I've been picking him up. Um, this week's going to be a tough matchup against New Orleans, but he has two really good matchups before the bye after New Orleans. So I think he could be somebody if he gets to this week unscathed. That could be uh, could be nice for a couple more weeks. So what are you guys thinking? Ah. Uh. I think he's looking. He's re- looking real composed out there. He seems really confident in what he's doing. I like what he's doing. I was not high on him at all. I thought he was going to be garbage. I thought this was going to be the time that they didn't. I'm not going to say he's going to be the next Aaron Rodgers. Right, right. Well, th- this would be the time where they but didn't go ahead hit and, on a quarterback. Right, and right, right. Would have to start over again. But he seems to. He's accurate. He's composed, and he's got some rookie or young receivers that are stepping up big time for him. I mean, he was the QB three in Week One. He completed fifteen to twenty-seven, which isn't great, but it's not terrible for two hundred forty-five yards, three tuds, no interceptions. That's the key. He hasn't thrown an interception yet. Um, this week against the Falcons, he was a little bit better, fourteen for twenty-five, but he only threw for one hundred fifty-one yards. But he also got a tud. He was QB sixteen. Um, so you know, I don't know, Baker. Where are you at with him? If if, if uh, let's say you're in a league where you're running out somebody like uh, Sam Howell every week, would you be looking to maybe pick up Jordan Love to to replace that? Um, if you got Burrow, and if Burrow goes out and shits the bed this week, would you be looking at maybe playing Jordan Love the next week? I'm looking to replace Jordan or uh, Joe Burrow right now with Sam Howell. So I mean, <laughs> so I mean, I just like I. I really like what Jordan Love's doing. I think it's been really good, but I also think it's been against two, um, for lack of a better term, growing Well, teams. yeah, Chicago's trash, and Atlanta Chicago, and Atlanta's is growing. There's, there's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, there. Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't want to say I that still don't think we really know what Atlanta's defense that's, that's is. That's the hard part is, is things kind of all over the place. <laughs> I just – I just like, I sit back and think, like, their loss last week, uh, Jordan Love lost last week. He threw three touchdowns. His receivers are on point. He's on point. He's – He's poised back here as long as he's got the time, but I think this week's where we're really going to see what the difference is because I've seen what New Orleans' defense is. We know what's going to happen. or We don't know what's going to happen, but we know what they can do, and I think this is going to be the disruption that's going to make the difference. So if he goes out there and shits a bet against New Orleans and then he's got Detroit and Vegas, and are you fading him against Detroit and Vegas? I, I would stream him against Detroit. Vegas – it's kind of a, a tough one because their their defense. Josh is kind Allen of up just and lit them the too. fuck up. Yeah, it, it, it's Josh Allen too. He's but had, they were lit up in week one though. But they got the one. I mean, Russell Wilson had a QB one performance against Vegas week one. They just lost the game. It just lost the game. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of, I, I fantasy wise, I think this next week 
is just going to be shit, and then he's going to have a couple good weeks. I don't think he's going to be bad against right. the bad defenses. I just don't know that this is what we're seeing right now is going to carry throughout the entire season. Okay. I, look, I understand. Like, I think this week's really going to be a measure and tape for him as a quarterback in the system. Is he really ready to t- step his game up? He was not the reason that they lost against the Falcons last week. He what? But he also wasn't necessarily the reason they could have won. I mean, yeah, exactly, he did his yeah. job, but I mean, he was twenty. Like I said, he's fourteen for twenty-five, but he only one hundred fifty-one yards. One hundred fifty-one yards. Yeah, and, yes. and one of those touchdowns he threw was one of those tap passes that are yeah. you know in front of him, so it's virtually a handoff. And so I get it. Um, that's why I say he hasn't looked amazing, but he's he's been nice. No, oh, yeah, no. You know? If you got him and you were you, you've been playing him, you're definitely glad you've done it. But I think this week is really what's going to be the make or break of any trend right. that it might well, be. Well, I'm this having to play him and, and, and fucking Daniel Jones in that league. I might go get Josh Dobbs <laughs> and freaking Dobbs. I have You want to trade uh, for him? Yeah. <laughs> I'll trade you love for Dobbs. No, I'm not doing that. All right. So, uh, all right. Here's another one for you. Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams. You know, look, I'm going to tell you right now, you already know my love affair for Kyron Williams. I've been touting this guy since he came into the league. I loved his film in college. He blew ass at the combine. That hurt him. Then he got hurt last year. He was out a, a large part of the year, couldn't get in the lineup. The Rams overall sucked balls. And so he didn't really get a chance. But this year he's stepping up, he, and he's the dude. He is sitting as, uh, you know, depending on what your format is, he's in a top three um, you know, running back in the league. He's getting all the work. He's getting virtually 100% of the snaps. So what do you think about Kyron Williams? It, it, obviously, all this is barring health, but is this somebody that you think can, you know, maintain this league-winning type run that he's on uh, and, be a, and be an RB1 by the end of the season? Baker, kick it off for us. Yes, as long as Stafford stays healthy. I think a lot of what what he benefits from is Stafford. Stafford's looking good out there, quarterback wise. Fantasy wise, not as much, but like what he re- his reads, his RPOs. Yeah, he looks confident. He is Stafford's out there doing magic right now for the Rams. That I didn't think was going to happen coming back off the injury and all this stuff. But he's out there. I think if there's one thing Stafford knows football, and he is definitely showing it right, right now because he doesn't have to dump the ball off way downfield every fucking throw to make magic happen and all. Williams is getting lots of targets as a running back. Yeah, that, well, that's what he um, that's what he excelled on in college. That's and, what he came out with a pass catching profile. Now, in week one, he didn't get a ton, but they didn't really need him in week one. Last week, he had ten targets, six receptions. That's and that's money. You can be that of, oh, on yeah. top of twenty targets to fucking. Puka yeah. Nakua. So I mean, you got a an aging Matthew Stafford out here, just between two guys throwing thirty times right. to two guys. So I mean, and there's there's all these other people on the offense. The only thing that I think is going to hold him up, in my personal opinion, is if others start showing up and it, they yeah. take the pressure off. The well, they're going to pick another defense, or if the defense starts now that to pick they've up. got rid of Acres, they're going to go out. There's going to be a, as of right now, there is no competition. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right, so, so. but I mean, he, it's not. It's like in the run game, he hasn't been blowing it up. He only had 15 carries for 52 yards, you know. But he did have two touchdowns. Yeah. But he's averaging under four yards a carry 
in both weeks. So it's not like he's out there just running Doing all over amazing defenses. stuff as a but running back. But he's getting all the work and all the, the important work, and yep. that's what you know has mattered thus far. With Puka out there getting them downfield and, you know, every once in a while Van Jefferson getting one, every once in a while Higby getting Our something. Two, don't forget Tutu now. And Tutu yeah. Puka my Tutu now. I do, I do so, think he's in the perfect situation to just keep this going all season. To keep everything going. Yeah. As long, Even as long if he only gets 40 out. yards a game. As long as Stafford stays healthy. I yeah. think if, if they lose Stafford at, at the quarterback, yeah. a lot of a of lot of this production goes way away. But his inside tr- the red zone, talent, it's him. It's going to be him, definitely, yeah. So, I mean, I, I really do. I, I think he's a he's a great pickup. He's a great ad for this year. It, it, he's he's balling. Get him yeah. while you can. Use him up. Well, since we just talked about him, the last thing I'll say is Puka Nakua. All right, this is the last one. This guy has – he's played 78%, 86% of the snaps, so he's out there all the time. Mm-hmm. 15 targets, 10 receptions in week one. 20 targets – 15 receptions in week two. Based <laughs> off this math, 25 targets, 20 receptions in week three. Let's go. They just keep going. Yeah. By yeah. week 18, 175 targets, <laughs> 160 receptions. Uh, he's yet to get a touchdown, so we do have that to look forward to when it actually happens. And I but think do it's you really happen. need it at this point? No, like, I mean, I mean for like, us, no. Fantasy-wise, no. it's like, But he, he wants to get that touch. He'd rather have you know eight, eight targets and two touchdowns, but – but yeah, he's he, we know that Matt Stafford a hypo target somebody, and again, this is going to be contingent on Stafford staying healthy, of course. But do you think even with Cup coming back, what are your feelings, Andrew, on whether you think this this uh, I'm not going to say 15 to 20 targets, but being a, a a 10, you know, eight to 10 target targeted guy, if you can just give me that the rest of the season, I'm I'm happy. So what are you feeling, you know? With with it, if it's something that they can continue, when and if Cup can come back, yeah, I think he's he's building that relationship so strong now that even if Cup comes back, it'll be, I don't think they'll be just one hyper targeted anymore. It'll be, I think it'll be pretty fair split, right? But I think they're going to try to baby Cup a lot, especially coming back. Baby so. Cup, that was my. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. No, don't. I don't want to. Don't make that. that fucking joke, bro. <laughs> so. But no, I think he's gonna. I think he's in it for the haul. Where, where are you he's at? On, he's on track to um, surpass Jefferson for yards and attempts and receptions. He's, I mean, let's just calm down. He's balling. <laughs> he's got a lot of track to run. <laughs> I mean, thirty-five targets in two games, twenty-five it's receptions. Astronomical. That's yeah. for any even yeah. a even a long term. That's astronomical I mean, for Jefferson. Exactly. That's, <laughs> I mean, could you imagine what Jefferson would do with thirty-five oh, targets? I'm just like my thing is this is kind of where where I was at with Cup as well. Like you have a little bit of talent, you have talent as a wide receiver, but as long as you're getting multiple, you're getting targeted so much, you're going to be a huge, huge value to the fantasy community. And Cup was getting similar targets to this. He comes back. I I honestly don't know that. I, I don't think Puka really drops off. I think Puka is the guy now. Well, the good I mean, news is Cup runs most of his routes out of the slot. Yep. Puka runs most of his routes from the outside yep tutu atwell on the other hand has been running most of his routes from the slot and i think it's cup that's back where is where tutu's gonna yeah, get tutu's hurt. gonna be the one that that uh, is gonna suffer from that because i don't know i mean cup can play the outside um so maybe they 
Get all crazy and lead two two in the slot, run cup the outside, keep Puka out there. And do away with Van Jefferson, which they probably should because his hands are like freaking big rocks. (laughs) Yeah. And then they just throw 15 targets to everybody. Everybody everybody gets 15 targets. We don't don't run the ball here at all. (laughs) Hey, 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 wait a minute. We still got Kyron Williams now. He's going to get the targets. Okay. He's getting 15 targets. Targets are far more (laughs) valuable than. I mean, hell, he got 10 targets last week. I mean, you know. So, yeah, no, I just, I I don't know. I, I, I see him as. He's kind of filled that that void where Cup's gone, and he's not going to just take a step back when Cup comes back into it. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Puka Nakua is going to finish as the uh, wide receiver one, according to Andrew. He's going to uh, outdo. Um, he's going to outdo Justin Jefferson, and according to Baker, he's going to take all of Cup's targets. Fuck everybody yeah, else. Cup's never going to play football again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you heard it know. here. You heard it here first. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just it, it's I don't think Cup comes back to what he left. Nah, if that legit, makes sense. Yeah. Puka legit, he'll up. finish higher than AJ Brown. <laughs> wow. wow! Well, right now he he's better already, get some fucking touchdowns if he's right gonna now. He's like AJ three steps ahead of AJ Brown, Brown right now. You think AJ Brown's not going to get two this week? How many has he gotten? You think he's going to get two this week? Huh? Uh, all right, put it on the bet box. Puka fits. Puka higher. You said Puka higher than AJ Brown. If Stafford's healthy all year, not well, just yeah. Puka not getting hurt, but okay. if Stafford's healthy all, all year. All right. So if Puka Man, stays I... with Stafford all year, you got Puka higher than AJ Brown. Yes. Put it on the bet box, you insane. I think what needs to happen is AJ Brown needs twenty targets a game, like Puka's getting. Oh, That's 100%. what's going to make the difference. But here's the thing: I'll tell you right now, if in any league I'm in, I would trade Puka straight up for AJ Brown <laughs> without even flinching. Yeah. And, and, and like, so I well, need to see. I, I wish you had AJ Brown, and I wish I, I had Puka. I don't deny any talent that AJ Brown has. You hate AJ Brown. Their offense is not a Brown. look. All he does is throw it deep to freaking Devonta Smith. I'm gonna tell you he finishes a top ten wide receiver last year. Yeah, that so was last Devonta year. Smith. They're a different offense this year. <laughs> they're not they're doing the same. The same no, they're the same players. It's a different offense. They got it's the same. All offense. they can do is it's a tush a push and a, then hook. It's a hunk different it offensive coordinator, but it's the same offense. Yeah. Here's the worst part about all this: if AJ Brown got 20 targets a game, Jesus, he Christ. would have 11 touchdowns a game. 100. <laughs> percent 11 because because what Puka get Puka gets a reception and gets 20 yards on the catch and three after the carry. A.J. Brown gets a four-yard reception and 22 <laughs> yards after the carry. So so you got to look at if if A.J. Brown was getting Puka targets, he'd already have 11 touchdowns this season. But he's not. I know. It's sad. He it should. is very sad. He, he should. should. All right. but, I don't know why you wouldn't throw the ball to this guy, but they're not doing it. Well, we'll see. So it'll, maybe it'll two games around. this year, he'll get a couple touchdowns. It'll change. Around. I love Puka Nakua, and I think he's going to have a great year. But to say he's going to finish higher than AJ Brown is it's kind of crazy, bonkers. Well, Garrett Wilson ain't doing it no more. But if so. twenty <laughs> targets a game, Aaron Rodgers goes out. Look, he if he averages, look, I will say this: if Puka gets twenty targets a game. <laughs> he's he'll gonna, finish, he's gonna he'll finish. finish higher than everybody, <laughs> including Jefferson. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, 20 targets is a shit ton of targets yes. per game, man. That's yes. insane. Yes. But, yeah. All right. Well, there it is. There's uh, the insanity getting ready for week three. If anything we say or do helps you get to that average place in your league, then we did our job because if you finish average, then you didn't finish last. So we'll talk to you guys. Me and Baker will talk to you tomorrow with some DFS advice, and we'll get back on yeah. it next week with uh, breaking down this week as it happened. Y'all be good. Later. Later.